Welcome to another episode of the Replant Bootcamp Podcast, the Boots on the Ground podcast for replanters by replanters with your host, Bob Bickford and Jimbo Stewart. Here in the trenches with you doing the gritty and glorious work of replanting dying churches. This podcast is sponsored by 180 Digital, the church website and branding partner you need to help move your church forward. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to the boot camp. Happy birthday, Replant Boot Camp. 52 episodes, Bob. That's amazing, man. Can you believe it? One, we still have listeners. And two, you and I still like doing this. I know. We still like each other. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's you know, I read somewhere recently that most podcasts don't make it past episode seven. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would have guessed maybe twenty, but seven. There's a massive podcast graveyard out there with <laughs> a whole bunch of podcasts that never made it past episode seven. You know what? I think that's true because sometimes I go looking for uh podcasts that I want to listen to. And I think the this one sounds really amazing. And so I'll surf it up, look at it, and then it just has a handful of episodes. Yep. As a matter of fact, I found one uh, a while back that I think you and Clifton started for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The Replant Collective. Something. Yeah. There was something, it was only a handful of episodes. And I can tell you what happened on that one. Tom Rainer called, and he has a lot bigger platform and a lot more name recognition than Bob Bickford. <laughs> so. So are you telling me that if you, if somebody with a sexier name than Jimbo calls that you're going to bounce on me? Way, man. I'm committed. I'm in a covenant podcast relationship with you. Yes. And here's what I also think. I think we have the best podcast music intro that yes. has ever existed. I like it. Oh, yeah. No, I love it. We need to get like a musician to make a song. There you go. Bob, this will either be one of our most listened to episodes <laughs> or one of the least listened to episodes. There's that, this one's not going to be in between. This There's one no, is either going to blow out of the water and everybody's going to love it, or we will just learn that we don't ever need to do an episode like this again. <laughs> okay. Because today, this is going to be a birthday party episode where we're going to talk about some highlights and what ha it has been like doing this for the last year and what some of the highlights have been to us. But if you'd like to make us happy for our birthday, here's a birthday gift you could give us. You could write us an email. Some of you have, and it's been awesome. Really cool to hear from you guys. We love, love, love listening to you guys. It's what keeps us going past episode seven, knowing that it's actually helpful. Let us know what have been some of the highlights to you. What have been some of the things you've appreciated? Matter of fact, we got a long email here recently from somebody who is a worship pastor at the church that he grew up in and is now helping encourage his pastor to revitalize and replant the church he grew up in. And he said he's listened to every episode and it's been super encouraging and helpful to him. Yeah. And the specific angle we decided to take was we wanted guys who were actually doing it and were in the trenches doing the glorious and gritty work of replanting churches. It's our tagline, but that's something that we just really have felt a commitment to, to make sure that our podcast really scratches that itch, like guys who are doing it, not guys that did it 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 
not guys that do public source surveys about replanting and glean the cream off the top of the survey, but guys who are actually doing that, which brings me to, to one of my favorite parts of the podcast. And we haven't done one of these in a while, but the stupid stuff that we did and survived. Yes. Especially the one where you talk about sawing the church pew right in half and the shock and horror of the senior adult ladies who were in the church at that time. That was, for me, that was one of the first ones we did, but it was a glorious one. Uh, this thing was massive. There was no way you're getting this thing out of the building. We just kept thinking, man, if we get rid of a 30-foot pew. Well, I think I see what's coming here. I think I, I'm imagining. Oh, saw. nuts. <laughs> Do you guys not have like skill saws down there in Florida or what? Like, no, man, we, we do, but why, why do that when you could use a chainsaw? It's oh like, yeah, episode three, I believe it was, the uh, how how not to lead facility changes. And, yes. and, the, and the epic moment of me with a chainsaw going down the middle of the longest pew I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and of course, at that moment is when some senior adults decided to walk in. Man, we've had some interesting moments at our church in facilities. I got a fun story that's not in one of those. I'm just going to throw in there that. Mm -hmm. So we have been doing, because I was thinking the other day of all the pictures I have on my phone. I've created an album in my phone called Church History, which has some good moments, some bad moments, and all the vehicles that have been damaged on our property. <laughs> our, our, our property, I've told you before, is right at the end of a T. And so about every six months, somebody drives their car into our building. And, and so we've had them go through one of the Sunday school classrooms. We've had them knock out the columns in the front of the church. There's a pedestrian walkway sign out in the front of our church that gets knocked over about every three months, things like that. But we had a first this last week, Bob, first time it's ever happened. We had a car literally explode <laughs> in our parking lot. We were doing a feeding Northeast Florida partnership feeding. We fed, we, fed over 300 families on last week, last Thursday, but one car in line. The whole story that I got here is the car was trying to butt into line several times and cut ahead of other people, was griping and complaining. And then next thing you know, there's smoke coming out from underneath the hood. They parked it away from everybody, got out of the car, and then boom, like massive action movie explosion, massive cloud of smoke in the air, <laughs> fire department showing up and putting it out. It was insane. That's crazy, man. And didn't they, you told me they were trying to extinguish the flames. How were they trying to extinguish the flames? The people who got out of the car had like a cigarette dangling out of their mouth and they had water bottles and they're just like throwing water at the car. <laughs> kind of like the Catholic priest when he, he has the, the water that he's blessing everybody with. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Had a, and one of our volunteers is a pretty brand new believer in our church. Uh, I mean, baby believer, maybe about she's been a believer for a little over a year now. And she goes, man, I ain't never seen karma work that fast. <laughs> yes. So, oh, yeah, I think, I think definitely one of the highlights has been our stupid stuff stories. We do need to do another one of those soon. There have been some other really uh, great fun moments. I, I think one of the hardest I've laughed in a while was when we had Bob Bumgarner on. Oh, yeah. 
in the very beginning of that episode, we had a really good time laughing in that one. And there was a lot of really good advice on situational leadership. That was just, just dipping your toes into sit lead with yeah. Bob Bumgarner. There's a predictable part of people leaving, but I do think part of the upside of sit lead, that's just shorthand for situational leadership, is the confidence that you know. Are you, you allowed had, to say sit lead if you're yeah, not a black belt? Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. Was, I need to clarify. Like I thought he's I thought he stuttered for a minute. I was like, <laughs> can we can we say can we slow it down a little bit? Sit lead? Yes. Is that, okay, all right. Situa- yeah. Man, it's like <laughs> leadership slang here. Yes. Okay, all right. Sorry. Can, can tell you, he's on a whole other level. No, I don't I need a glossary. <laughs> that was a good one. I, I can't remember. I don't know if you edited it out, but you you were Bob was finishing in a very eloquent leadership statement of some sort and i was tired because we were at the <laughs> replant summit 2020 <laughs> so i was checked out and you were ready for me to ask a question so bob finishes and then you just look at me and you raise your eyebrows and i just shook my head like i ain't got nothing jimbo <laughs> i laughed so hard <laughs> that was a fun one hey one of the favorite guests that we had on when he finally was able to, to join us technologically was dr fred leader Yes, he had, he tell us how he was building that church through a men's event with a pay-per-view fight in his yep. house. Remember that story? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And he's one of our, of our SBC pillars, just yeah. a good faithful guy. That, has that one, that one was gold. I remember mm-hmm. telling my wife after we recorded that one, I don't care if anyone ever listens to that one, I will go back and re-listen to that one several times because Fred Luter just dropped. So the the challenge in the first five years was one, getting people to really believe the word of God, that the word of God was sufficient for everything that we did. And in everything, even in our uh, churches, uh, uh, business meetings, and I I always tell them, I say, who's Robert and why is he running our business meetings? Why don't we do the word of God? (laughs) Amen. and so I, yeah, so my, my challenge is to get people to fall in love with God and fall in love with the Word of God. And I promise you, if we fall in love with God, fall in love with the Word of God, God will reward us for doing that. Praise God. That's a good word. Some gold in that, for sure. We've had some fun guests, he man. Did. I think about Les McEwen. I, another one of the sleeper ones for me is kind of Roddy Richardson talking about rebranding and that may not sound super spiritual and deep, but man, he's got a passion for the gospel and for making disciples and hearing his perspective as a lay elder in, in revitalizations and in church planting and what it is like to rebrand major sports franchises and just hearing his heart was really good. That was one of those ones that was really hard to edit down. We had like an hour and a half conversation and try to edit edit it down to less than 30 minutes was maybe the hardest task I've had on the replant food camp. How many people have come in because they're looking for a new logo? I need to be a part of a church with a cool logo. You know, I'm looking for a church with a great website. I'm looking for a church with this. That's man. People are hurting. It's these are hard things. People are looking for connection. They're looking for real relationship. They're looking for answers as to who they are and who they're created to be. They don't even know. And 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 they're looking for for meaningful connections. And there's not a, a, a logo or a website or anything 
that can do that for you. That's a heart issue. It's an identity issue. And, and it's finding that, that common ground as, as a church and as a body. And then, and then being able to, to, to live that out and, and be that. Absolutely. I, a couple of my favorite guests, Dr. James Hawkins, another uh, yes. friend of yours. He did two back-to-back with us, one about emotional health and then leading well during racial and ethnic tension. And it was just good to hear him. He said some challenging things and some hard things for us to wrestle with. And, and, but it was really good. It was really good. One of my favorite uh, moments in our podcasting experience was with uh, Big Country, Corey Davis. Big Country. country. Big country. We we're talking to Corey and his internet went out, I think. So yeah. the internet wasn't working. And so the brother loaded up in his car and drove over to a member's house, a deacon's house or somebody and fired up his uh, phone and finished the podcast at his member's house using their internet. And I thought that oh, yeah. was just a gold moment for rural replanting and revitalization. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. I going back to James Hawkins for a second. I'd tell you one bit of wisdom that has stuck with me ever since he said it was talking about racial tension in the church as a black man. And he said, I don't fight for this as a black man. I fight for this as a child of the kingdom. And if, if you fight for yourself, this was the statement that stuck with me. If you fight for yourself, you'll miss the kingdom of God. Mm. But if you fight for the kingdom of God, then you'll see what serves the the kingdom best, and what what a great great piece of of wisdom uh, that he shared with that. Yeah, we've had I'm trying to think of some other guests. We had Joe McKeever on, which was a blast hanging out with him. Do you know what? Do you know what one of our most listened to episodes? So our most listened to episode ever, as of right now, is episode number one from a year ago. What is the difference between a replant and a revitalization? Mm-hmm. But the second most listened to episode, they're not all in order, is episode number two, but it's, our guest was Jesse Peters up in oh. Henderson, North Carolina, yeah. advice for replanting residents and rookies. And that is our second most listened to episode still to this day. Yeah, guys, thank you for having me on the show. I, I really, it's a really great privilege to be here. Um, my name is Jesse Peters. I'm from the mountains of North Carolina in Hendersonville, North Carolina. And as far as replanting, I serve at Ebenezer Baptist Church. Um, We have just launched a replant and residency uh, internship program. And so we are kicking that off this January, January 2020. He's he's doing a great job leading a a uh, residency up there in Hendersonville and has done a fantastic job of training guys who will go out and revitalize and replant local churches. So uh, part of it, I wonder if he, I wonder how many times in the curriculum he's asking them to listen to the podcast. It's multiple times, but that was one of our early ones. And that was a fun one. Of course, fun guests. I always think of uh, the velvet hammer Walker Armstrong. Yes. He's always enjoyed it to have. And then we had our boss man, the godfather of replanting Mark Clifton. And uh, he rolled in, we were staying at that big, Airbnb for our Kansas mm-hmm. City replant annual gathering. And uh, he was just so funny. Set up and ready to hear from the godfather of replanting. All right. When's he coming? <laughs> <laughs> when does he get here? So it's our illustrious leader, Mark Clifton. Yeah. Mark, thanks for Well, thank you. Good to be with you. And uh, everybody coast to coast and all the ships at <laughs> sea. 
who are listening to this. <laughs> Mostly it's just our moms. I know. <laughs> anyway. And I think that's the same time when we had a chance to interview one of our teammates who's got a really a popular podcast, Kyle Bierman with Not Another Baptist Podcast. And that was the episode that you made me wear the LSU pajama top. <laughs> yes, we, we bet off the LSU-Arkansas game. Mm-hmm. And and so you knew you were going to lose it, but we still yeah. bet anyway. Yeah. Yep. And who knows if we're going to play football this year or not. And I don't mean just COVID, but Arkansas, they're probably not going to play football this year. So, <laughs> yeah. Look, if I were the Arkansas coach and I had an out like COVID, I might I, would take it. We'd have a few sixth grade water boy left to play yep. teams in the SEC. So who knows? It'd be really bad. But we can't talk about great guests without talking about the most beautiful guest that we have ever had. And that'll never be topped is the Unsung Heroes episode with our wives that we got to record in the hotel there with a nice view in Houston. And so we got to record that episode. I think something I wish that somebody had told me at the very beginning is it's hard and it's supposed to be. Um, It really, I think it was that two and a half, three year mark when we first came home with a podcast. And it might've been you, Bob, talking about, you know, what can you expect those first couple of years? and depression, anxiety, financial problems, physical ailments. It's a long list, you know, everything, uh, everything that possibly happened. You know, like the, you know, side effects that you hear in the yeah. commercials. And, and then this was the kicker. And then it gets really hard. And that was such a blessing to me. I think I almost cried because I was like, we're yeah. normal. Because yeah. um, growing up as a pastor's daughter, um, I was used to seeing things from a pastor's kid point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, being a youth pastor, kind of his wife, kind of in your varsity, nobody really takes you seriously. Um, you get bumped up to the big. We need to do another one with our wives uh, yeah. at some point soon, maybe in October when we're up there for the Missouri Baptist Convention. Yeah, super excited. You guys are going to come up. We're going to do a training with Brandon Moore, and he's going to be uh, working. We're actually going to do a live podcast at the Missouri Baptist Convention. So I'm not sure how that's going to go, but it'd be pretty exciting for us to have the opportunity. And I think um, our wives have a lot to say. And one of the things I would just encourage our replanters uh, who are listening to this podcast, if they're replanting or revitalizing, there's a great community that's developed at the Facebook page that the, the ladies run. Uh, the Church Replanters Wives Facebook page, and they care for one another. They pray for one another. They ask honest conversations. And again, like if you have one of these joint Facebook accounts, you can't be a part of it. It's only women for women only. And uh, it's a fantastic way uh, for the ladies to find encouragement. And the other thing I remember about that, that trip was not only were the lovely ladies with us, but we were able to go for breakfast to Brothers Tacos. Oh, yes. And uh, had some of the best breakfast tacos that I've had in many moons. Fantastic stuff. Absolutely. You know, one of the guests we've had on a few times that he's not a velvet hammer, but he's got a little bit of a velvet voice is Evan Skelton. (laughs) He does, man. And he's like half the size of both of us. So he's a small guy, but man, not small, but he's just wiry. And he's got this deep voice, he and Brandon Moore. But Elvin or Evan just has this fantastic voice for preaching and uh, podcasting. And I would say maybe one of the most deeply like useful, you need to go back, listen to, and dive deep into the resources involved with it would be the using the fourfold panorama with Keelan Cook out of Houston. Mm-hmm. 
that was one that, man, that's a really great resource, the fourfold panorama of just understanding uh, where you're at in your community and what the needs of your community are, the history of your church and how those can come together. Missionally, I think another highlight is Min Lee, who is the replanter of the year for the NAM replant team. We got to have him on episode 26 to talk about what it's like to be a Korean American replanting a Hispanic church in Los Angeles and specifically in the Boyle Heights community and replanting it as a multicultural and multi-generational church and seeing what God is doing there. And just even what God has done since that we recorded that episode uh, has been really neat to see what God has been doing there. Mm-hmm. For, for me, an ongoing highlight are the messages and emails that we get from some of our listeners who just have said, some seminary students who've been considering replanting and have said it's been immensely helpful in their processing, specifically the, the podcasts that were associated with the 13 characteristics and how do you find a replant and all those sorts of things, super helpful for them. Some of the, the emails, like you mentioned, like from the, the worship leader, from other guys, one of our good allies, a guy named Sean Corser, who runs the Practical Shepherding for Brian Croft. He runs the pastor's cohort that we do on Mondays, and he's just had some encouraging words. And so it's really helpful for me to know that the time that we're putting into this and then the conversations that we're having are actually helping people who have their boots on the ground that are in the trenches that are doing it, and they're making the decisions about bylaws or leading change or establishing elders or deacons, those sorts of things about thinking through how do I handle conflict? All those things are just super helpful to them and, and we hear from them. And so I think that makes me feel a, a great sense of satisfaction that we get a chance to talk about those things relationally with one another. We get to record it and guys get to benefit from it. Yeah. I would say if you wanted to give us a birthday present at the boot camp. Man, send us a note. Let us know how this has impacted you. Also, what helps as well is if you'll actually leave a review on whatever you use to listen to it. That is still a little bit self-promotional to say that, but here's what that does is that helps us get the word out. The way that all those algorithms work is the more reviews that you have out there, the more it kind of comes up in searches when people look for things. And so leave us a review, share it with your friends. Uh, join us on the journey. Let us know what questions you would like us to to discuss, what topics you want us to discuss. We want this to be as much your podcast as it as it is ours. And that's our passion is just to be helpful. Uh, this is not a money-making venture. This is not a, a career-making venture or trying to become famous. Or, or We literally just thought, man, what are things that we want to know and we want to learn, we want to grow in? And what are things that we wish somebody would have talked to us about early on in our journey as replanters? And so as you come up with, man, I really wish they would do an episode about such and such, know that we really would love to hear from you, how it's, how it's been encouraging, how it's been helpful, or how we can be more helpful. So I hope you've enjoyed this birthday episode. We'll get back into some really practical, helpful stuff again next week. But right here on the birthday, we want to just take a minute to celebrate Feliz cumpleaños, Bob. See. Sí.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Replant Bootcamp Podcast, a resource for replanters by replanters. If you enjoyed this episode or found it to be helpful for you and your ministry, please help us get the word out by subscribing, sharing, and leaving us a review on your favorite podcast listening platform. This podcast is sponsored by 180 Digital. 180 Digital is a team of design, development, and marketing experts that love working with churches big and small. Check out 180.church, O-N-E-E-I-G-H-T-Y.church to learn more about how 180 can help your church move forward.